If you're looking for inspiration and challenge in the world of early years and Key Stage 1 education, then you've just found it. Welcome to the Early Excellence Podcast. If this week's episode really gets you thinking about developing your domestic role play area, then why not join us for an inspiring webinar? We've got a great recorded session all about domestic role play, which is packed with ideas and advice. We'll put a link in the podcast information so you can go straight to all of the the details and find out more about it. Hello everybody, Andy Burt here. Welcome along to episode 25 of the Early Excellence podcast. This week we've got the first of two episodes looking at domestic role play in the EYFS. In this episode, we're going to set out some key principles and we're going to explore some ideas to help you to bring your domestic role play area to life. So here's the recorded piece. I hope you enjoy it. I hope it gets you thinking. A home corner is the most familiar experience the children can have. It relates directly to their own lives and their interests. And it's something that all children have in common, regardless of their cultural background or previous experience. Every child can recreate experiences they have at home. And with careful planning and the support of skilled, attentive adults, it can provide rich, learning experiences and opportunities throughout the year. It provides a context for children to explore their social and emotional lives and a familiar place for developing language and also communication too. The home corner is often the cornerstone of classroom role play. Although early years teachers can often feel pressure Pressure from the senior leadership team, maybe, to change the domestic role play into something else. To change it into a travel agent or a cafe, depending on the term's topic. But we would always say that a permanent home corner is crucial. When planning which resources to provide in this area of continuous provision, there are two aspects to consider. First of all, what will your children naturally choose to do there? So what will children naturally want to do when it comes to role play? What will they naturally want to do when it comes to pretending to be key people in their lives? And secondly, which aspects of learning and development will you be able to include within your domestic role play area? Let's think about that. Well, We know that children enjoy dressing up. They'll be motivated to dress up, to try things on, to look at themselves in a mirror. But which items of clothing are most appropriate for domestic role play? Think about items that reflect every day. Think about the sorts of things that reflect everyday experiences. From dressing gowns to slippers to aprons, coats, hats, purses, bags, scarves, all kinds of different things really, to support the creation of familiar and invented characters. 
These opportunities to try on everyday clothing and to look at themselves in a mirror provide rich learning experiences. Of course, there's a place for different dressing up things, the superhero costumes and all of those sorts of things. But I think when it comes to domestic role play, it's really important to stick to stick to the familiar, stick to the everyday life things, because actually there are rich opportunities for conversation and discussion here. Most children will want to cook in the home corner. And this is best supported using realistic pots, pans, utensils and cutlery, as well as boxes, tins and packets and wooden or plastic food items such as fruit. A well-developed, complete domestic kitchen area where in modern life with often open plan living, almost everything happens. Well, it's a key role play area for young children. Once established, it becomes easy to add to this, doesn't it, I think? Thinking carefully about real artefacts, such as a real working clock, a calendar, takeaway menus and magazines that relate to the experiences of your children. So really important to think about the detail here, the detail in terms of what's going to be provided so that it properly feels real. It feels like a real home environment. You'll also, of course, need to think about the experiences of your own children, making sure that your domestic role play area does reflect the experiences and the backgrounds of your own children. What about the areas of learning then? Well, when thinking about the maths and literacy opportunities this area provides, remember to keep it real. Really focus on the real opportunities. One of the things that often happens is that people are so keen to include print here that they end up steering away from what is meaningful. And we've got to be careful here, I think. So people will often label the fridge with a big label that says fridge, or the cooker will say cooker on it, or the window will say window on it, or the washing machine says washing machine. We've got to be careful here though, I think. Furniture isn't labeled in our homes, so it, we, we don't need it to be here. There is a place for print, of course there is, but I think actually it will get in the way if we're not using it meaningfully. So think about the reading, writing and maths that does form part of home life. Scales on scales and measuring scales on uh, measuring jugs, kitchen scales, pans and bowls of different sizes, calendars, books, brochures, shopping lists, birthday cards to write, a tape measure, a working clock, um, all kinds of different things, a kitchen timer, recipe books, even a purse with money all can provide meaningful opportunities for mathematics and discussions around reading and writing. They also provide opportunities to embed literacy and mathematical skills too. So while we're thinking about that, in the early years, dramatic play is closely connected to children's everyday lives. Children relive all of the situations that are familiar to them. So they can become their mom or their dad, a baby or older sibling, even a pet, actually. That happens quite a bit, doesn't it? Children pretending to be pets. Um, they can help with the washing, the cleaning, the cooking, as well as eat together. They can feed or bath the baby. 
through real-life role-play. Children will develop personal, social and emotional opportunities. So they, they have those, those fantastic PSED opportunities and language skills too. They can begin exploring feelings. They can understand relationships. They can think things through and negotiate roles. They can understand their place in the world. The quality of learning in this area will depend to a great extent on how effectively it is modelled. The area and the resources within it need introducing carefully. So how are the resources going to be used? How are they stored? How are they selected and handled? All of that will need to be modelled. Also, don't rush to provide everything at once. Okay, you don't need to have the whole domestic role play area fully equipped, completely fully equipped right at the very start of the year. So don't rush to provide everything at once. Instead, involve the children in the development of the domestic role play space. So in September, you might consider having a sold sign on your domestic role play area with all of the children with all of the resources boxed up by the previous year's children. You can then involve the children in the scenario of moving into a new house, something many of them may have experienced, so it will generate lots of talk and memories. Also, you could introduce other things, of course. You might introduce a real plant, so something that needs looking after and caring for. You might introduce a toy pet and eventually a baby. What preparations will need to be made for each of these? We'll need to think carefully about that, won't we? All of the building up to something happening so that we really build up the importance. Thinking about the preparation that we make with the children, all of the conversations and discussions, all of that's important because it provides rich opportunities for conversation and for language development and understanding the world around us. As this area is established and developed, it's essential that adults spend time in there with children, modelling roles, extending language and conversations, as well as using it as a context for small group and adult-led work. This will help to assess the effectiveness of the space so that you can identify any additional resources that need to be added to increase engagement. So, for example, thinking carefully about what you might add. Well, there are all sorts of things. As you move through the year, there'll be many opportunities to enhance this area. Enhancing this space meaningfully is something that I think both adults and children will actually really enjoy doing. Well worth having those conversations throughout the year. What do we need to add in? So for example, for example what might we add in in response to the seasons and the changing weather? Maybe sun hats, sunglasses, light clothing in the summer really link what we're placing in there also to children's lives. So what might we need to be added in there for the arrival of a new baby or for a birthday or a festival, or if there is somebody who is poorly within the home, 
there are all sorts of things that actually we might need to think about that will help children to make sense of their world around them. And finally, a really big, important message to end on. Keep your home corner as a permanent home corner throughout the year. Don't spend lots of time trying to change your domestic role play area into a spaceship or a travel agent or all kinds of other weird and wonderful things. It doesn't tend to work. It doesn't tend to work changing the domestic role play into something more abstract. Really what often happens if we end up spending ages creating a different sort of role play, the children's desire to pretend and to um, explore real life will keep coming back. So even if you create a space station, after about, after about a week, the children will be sitting down having a tea party because they want to go back to that domestic role play. It's something that they're driven to do and highly motivated to do. Okay, so let's have a think about some key questions then. So where do we start? Well, I suppose let's start with the most obvious one. Do you have domestic role play within your classroom or within your setting? We'd certainly recommend that for any early years setting, really domestic role play is a must. So do you have a permanent home corner? Do you feel under pressure maybe to keep changing it over. Maybe you do keep changing it over. Certainly, as we've talked about just before, it is important to keep that consistent domestic role play. Okay, so keep it as that, that domestic role play. What else do we need to consider? What about if you do have a domestic role play area, is it resourced effectively? Does it feel real? Do you have the right materials within it? So all of those detailed things that we've just talked about, you know, from a, a, a clock to the right pots and pans and kitchen utensils and the real detail there. Think carefully about what, what young children will see around them in their family. So think about maybe um, opportunities to cook and to clean, opportunities to feed the baby, to look after a pet, opportunities to, to, to put a wash on all kinds of different real life things really. So is your domestic role play area resourced so that it feels real? What else do we need to consider? Well, do you enhance the space effectively? Do you add in materials and resources at key parts in the year? So what about that idea of adding in resources maybe at Christmas? or for other celebrations, adding in um, certain decorations maybe for birthdays, making, make, making subtle changes to the area as you go through the year to challenge your children's thinking maybe, or to extend an interest, or to develop communication and language, all sorts of opportunities there. Next week, what we're going to do is to really explore that in detail. So next week, we're, we're going to be joined by a special guest. We're joined by Amanda Belbin from Binkham Valley Nursery. Um, I'm going to be interviewing her all about that idea of using effective enhancements in domestic role play, which is something that at Amanda's school at Binkham Valley Nursery, 
it's, it's something that they are fantastic at, the idea of developing effective enhancements. Okay, so join us next week when we're going to be talking all about that.